You are listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast. The Long Gone Bitter Truth by Sass Bewitched My Ass on AO3. Are you drinking? At 3 p.m.? He didn't bother to look up from his whiskey at Ayana's voice, just took another sip, waited for the burn to hit his gut, and nodded his answer and a question of his own. I'm off duty. What are you doing here? Her weight settled into the bench beside him, and Elliot vaguely registered the tip of her black boot tapping in his peripheral as she murmured, I heard some things about your old partner. I know what you heard, and I don't have anything else for you. He lifted the hand that didn't have a white-knuckled grip on his glass and shook the phone he held. She's not answering me. I heard she was taken over the backlog in the Bronx. Yep. He'd heard that, too. Not from Olivia herself, of course. Hesitation laced her sigh, and he felt the slight tremble of her thigh against his before she casually offered her next bit of gossip from the NYPD grapevine. Heard BX9's got her on the radar. He nodded, took another sip, let the burn of the whiskey compete with the burn of betrayal in his chest. A betrayal he had no goddamn right to feel. But he'd heard the news, too, once again, not from Olivia. She either didn't trust him to come when she called, or she didn't want him there at all. The former, he could understand, but the latter? The latter was eating him alive, searing through his gut, squeezing his lungs and shredding every vessel in between. Every breath felt like a gasp, and every pounding beat of his heart felt like it could crack ribs. He shouldn't be surprised, but still, the ache gnawed, the rage strangled. Ayana nudged his shoulder with hers. What are you going to do about it? Finally, turning his head, he met her gaze and tried for a shrug that his shoulders were too tense to lift. Who said I am? Cutting her eyes at him the way she did when she was calling him on his bullshit, she waved a hand in his direction. This angry tension thing you've got going on. She won't pick up the goddamn phone. What am I supposed to do? The old Elliot, the Elliot who belonged to her, would have tracked her down by now, set up camp outside her apartment door, followed her into the fray whether she wanted him to or not. But he wasn't her Elliot, hadn't been for a long time, and he didn't know how to navigate the space between them anymore. She's probably, Ayana began, but he couldn't let her placate him. Couldn't let her make this silence out to be anything other than what it was. The end of them. A decade late for Olivia, and a lifetime too soon for him. I left her, Ayana, for a decade. No contact. What could I possibly do to... to... He faltered, trailed off, but Ayana was following his track, and picked it up with unerring accuracy. To redeem yourself? Redemption. Something you earned, 
something he could spend the next forty years toiling away for, and never, ever deserve. There's no redemption from that. So you just give up? He was back to looking at his whiskey glass, so he couldn't see her expression. But he didn't have to. Her tone was broadcasting it loud and clear. Disappointment, disbelief, and a touch of disgust that wasn't unwarranted. He was disgusted with himself, too, more than she could ever be. It slithered through his veins every time he thought of what he'd done, coated his skin every time he remembered the times Olivia had tried to initiate conversations once he'd come home. He was saturated in that disgust, baptized by it, every time he thought of that fucking letter. No, he didn't deserve redemption, and she was right not to offer it. Have you tried talking to her? In person? Have you tried that? Had he? No, not really. And the times that he had, well, she'd already been pulling away from him by then, hadn't she? Distancing herself. Protecting herself. Ayana's silence expected an answer. An answer he couldn't give. So he attempted another shrug. Giving her the best he could do. She snorted. That's a no. Sitting the glass on the ground between his feet, he laced, shaking fingers together tight, short nails digging into soft flesh and rasped, Where do I start? Tell her why you did what you did. He shook his head, then again and again. That old, familiar urge to repress any emotion regarding Olivia reared its head, rose in his throat, tried its damnedest to strangle him. That's not going to happen, he whispered. Why? At that single word, asked so innocently, the panic roared through him, buzzing across his skin, cramping in his muscles, grinding between his teeth. His gaze darted around the courtyard, noting the exits, looking for anything to latch onto that wasn't this fucking conversation. Why not? Ayana repeated, quietly, gently. She gave it a beat. And when he still couldn't utter a word on the subject he'd spent years burying, she bumped her knee to his and asked again, Elliot, why not? And he couldn't stand it. He couldn't sit still, couldn't lean back and casually spill his secrets, couldn't stand the feel of the bench on the back of his thighs, couldn't stomach the fucking man that he was. Why do you think I went no contact? he murmured, lucky to get the words out through a throat so tight his breath wheezed. Standing abruptly, he took a step away, and another, and another, watching his feet, focusing intently on each step. Because I... Because I... And Ayana's words stopped him, stone cold still. Because you were in love with her. His heart kicked, pounded, beat against its cage. Running a hand over his head, he brought it down and rubbed rough knuckles against his jaw. He tried to draw in a breath, failed, tried again, failed once more. The panic wasn't new. He'd lived with it for a long time. But the oxygen deprivation, the gray seeping into his vision. He bent at the waist and gripped his knees, digging his fingers into bone, trying to hold on before he flew apart trying to calm before he cracked. 
Ayana's voice floated to him over the haze, smothering every sound around him. Elliot? He forced a breath in by sheer goddamn force of will, and another, and another, until the grave receded. Then he straightened and turned. Tears burned at the back of his eyes, and he swallowed hard against emotions surging in his throat. That doesn't even begin to... He trailed off, and tipping his head back on shoulders still so tense, he had to force the movement. He stared at the bright blue sky until his eyes watered, swallowed until there wasn't a drop of saliva left in his mouth, clenched his fist until his fingers ached. Then he gave her the truth, a truth he'd fought against for years. Yes. Instantly, the shame of what he'd admitted scorched a blazing path through him. He couldn't take it back, but he could clarify. And he did, vehemently. But I kept a tight hold on it. I kept a tight hold. I never touched her. I never cheated on my wife. Never. I believe you. Dipping his head forward to look at her, he could tell by the softening around her eyes that she did. It didn't make it better. Didn't ease the guilt clawing at his insides. Didn't soothe the flush crawling up his neck. But he started, the words fading off as soon as they'd come. But Ayana, once again, picked up the thread and blasted a hole through his chest with her continuance. But you wanted to. He swallowed, nodded, crowned his teeth, and let another confession whisper out before it died away. And now Kathy's gone and there's... There's nothing in your way. Trust Ayana to boil down twenty years of agony to a single sentence. There was nothing in his way, and he didn't know how to live like that. Finally, goddamn finally, the anger rushed in. An intimate friend, a familiar armor. An armor he used to shield him against himself. But this time it didn't work. He felt the need to shut this down raging through his blood. But the words he spoke were anything but a deflection. The mother of my children is gone, and to think, to even have the thought that I could have Olivia, even if it never happened, just the idea. You have to know I've had this. Lifting a hand, he clawed at his chest, the only way he knew to describe the pain. In my chest, and I thought finding her killer, bringing them to justice. He flattened his palm and felt the pulsing rhythm of a heart working too hard for survival. But Wheatley's dead, and it's still there, grinding away, eating at me. What is it, Elliot? She questioned quietly, and he turned his head away from her. She couldn't give him soft eyes right now. A gentle gaze. He couldn't take it. Didn't deserve it. Guilt. For? I thought it was for wanting another woman. For spending half of my... My marriage in love with another woman, he rasped, pressing fingertips into the soft fabric of his t-shirt, letting the warmth of the skin underneath bleed through numb fingers. And then Liv kept pushing me away, making it easy to step back. We don't have to talk about anything hard if she won't let us talk, right? I thought it would go away when I stopped trying to reach out. I owed that to Kathy, didn't I? Not to fall back in with Olivia, but it just kept it just kept bringing him to his knees, stealing his breath, 
shredding through skin and tendon and bone. Tensing his fingers into a claw once more, he scraped at his chest over and over like he could dig it out and confessed his sins on a whisper of shaking breath. Because it's not Kathy. It's not Kathy. It's Olivia. The silence stretched and the skin of his chest stung, heated, his blood blazing just beneath the surface, but he couldn't stop trying to dig to the source, and he couldn't stop his words. It's always been Olivia. She won't let me go. I put an ocean between us, and she won't let me go. He startled when a gentle hand cupped his elbow and a soft question followed. Do you think you deserve forgiveness? He snorted, kept his face turned, tried to roll his shoulder to dislodge her grip, but strong fingers squeezed on a much less soft tone. Honestly, Elliot, be real with me right now. Should she forgive you? No. Would you forgive her? His deep breath rattled against overworked lungs, and he choked out another confession on the exhale. I'd forgive her for anything. And you think she won't do the same? You don't know her, Ayana. She's... I know enough. She said low, deep words that had his head turning to catch her eyes. They were determined, relentless, and lined with an edge of devastation that warmed the numbness creeping through his bones. She felt for him, cared for him. This amazing woman, who'd had to deal with his shit from the get, wanted him to be happy. He saw it all there in her dark eyes, felt the echoes of another friendship he'd never deserved reverberating deep in his chest, and that ember of anger he'd always held on standby rekindled. Yeah, you know enough? She swayed back, not expecting the attitude, the mood swing. But true to the woman she was, she bounced back in a beat and struck right at the heart of him. If a woman I love ducked out on me for a decade without a word, you know what I'd do when I saw her again? A rusty laugh grated against his throat. He could only imagine. But she didn't leave him wondering long. She didn't knock your ass out. She didn't even ignore you. Leaning closer, she shook his arm repeatedly, like she wanted to make sure her words were sinking in, before she continued with the killing blow. Don't you think she had every right to do both? And she didn't. What do you think that means, Elliot? I don't know. Because he didn't. It was all muddled in his mind. The past and the present. The live who would always be his and the live who was a stranger to him. The man he'd been when he was hers and the man he was after a decade without her. But Ayana straightened it out, tugged the knots free with another simple sentence. It means keep trying. At her words, for the first time in a long time, a spark of hope lit. He'd spent so long running, he'd forgotten who he was. Forgot that he could be relentless too. Forgot that he could be a dogged bastard when he needed to. He'd forgotten what it felt like not to just go through the motions. Forgot what it was to truly fight for something that mattered. Forgot that he'd put her through hell and she'd still showed up for him time after time. He'd been a selfish son of a bitch, a coward, 
but he didn't have to go on playing the part he'd fallen back on when he couldn't reckon with his feelings for her. Liv deserved better, and he could give it to her, would give it to her, wanted to, needed to. Whatever happened, he had to try. He couldn't hide behind what he owed to Kathy anymore. He'd paid that price, sat with the weight of that debt for too long, and although he'd probably carry remnants of that load for the rest of his life, he was the only one who could lighten it now. Grasping Ayana's hand, he squeezed it in gratitude, in unending love for the woman who didn't pull her punches, who cared enough to push him into the uncomfortable, even when he fought her every step of the way, who knew when he needed to sit in his silence, and who was always willing to sit with him. Moving them towards the bench, he tilted his head her way, and the closest thing to a genuine grin he'd had in a while pulled at his lips as he asked, You want a drink? Sure. You want to talk about it? About what? He muttered distractedly as he settled her into her seat and bent to the bottle beside the bench. Her? Your partnership? Still bent, frozen in place, his gaze snapped to hers at her words and she smiled. Couldn't have had a lot of opportunities to do that over the years. He hadn't. Practically none even before he'd left, but at her offer, a million snapshots of memories with Olivia flooded in. Every unintended touch and the intentional ones, every time he held her eyes and every time he couldn't, every flare of temper and every quiet end to the battle, every time they hugged and every time he wished it could be more. Ayana lifted a brow, a silent repeat of a question he'd waited years to answer and Elliot breathed an easy breath, the weight he carried shifting that first inch. Yeah. Yeah, I do. If you like this story, please follow the link to the writer's page and leave some love. Kudos, comments, or subscribe. They'll love hearing from you. Then you can head over to our Patreon page and contribute to Audio Fanfic Podcast. As a member, you are granted early access to one new story per month. That's www.patreon.com slash audiofanficpod. Thank you for listening, and remember, the stories are out there.